Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. Holy cow blammo. It's another (laughs) Double Deuce. That that should be your new intro. (laughs) Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Memorial Day. Very special episode, Memorial Day episode. Guess what? Guess where I am right now. Is that why you got the holy cow blammo? Holy cow blammo. That's right. uh, You know, for the troops. That is for the troops. uh, That is for the troops. This is where we celebrate Dunkirk, America's greatest victory. I can't remember. Is this the... What's the one... Civil War. What? No, no. The one where... Mexican-American War. Like, uh, isn't, isn't one of these, like, where, where they used to celebrate more Armistice Day, and then they're like, nah, let's just do it for all the things. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, that, I think this is that the, Memorial Day. I think that's the one. I don't remember. You know where I am right now? I don't remember where Armistice, when, it was, when Armistice Day was. I'm a bad American. You are <laughs> a miserable American, but you know what? Probably much better than a lot of Americans. But the point is, I'm in Georgia right now. Yeah. Thanks to time travel nonsense. Yeah, he blipped in. I'm in a cabin. Ago. I'm in a cabin. I'm I'm about to ride a horse. I'm about to do a zip line. I'm gonna I'm getting it all on in Georgia with my homies. With and by homies I mean my family, my yeah. my kid. And my wife, and you know what uh, my son is very excited about is that we're staying in Paducah on on the way to Georgia because he remembers the hotel in Paducah from the last time we went to Georgia four years ago, and he remembers that his dad got mad because there was one of those uh, luggage trolleys, and it was sitting down there in the lobby, and and I was gonna go grab it. And then Jack's like, well, we're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. I'm like, yeah, but somebody's going to grab this trolley. You, you know, let me just grab it and we'll put our stuff together and we'll we'll go. She's like, no, we're going to wait till we're ready to go. And so, of course, we wait. And then when it's time for us to move all our luggage down, which I have to move, by the way, no trolley. Yeah. No trolley. It's gone. It's gone. And I'm sitting there and I am seething. And I'm like, Jacqueline, I said, let me get the trolley. And and my son remembers this. And he's like, bet you're going to get the trolley this time, Dad. <laughs> Which, when you're being patronized by a six-year-old, it's the worst feeling in the world. You'll get that trolley, Dad. You'll get it this time. God damn it. Anyway, having a great time here in Georgia. Wish you were here. Sorry, I was taking notes. No, that's fine. That's fine. I was just I was just reminiscing on the trip that I haven't had yet. And your greatest personal betrayal. Oh my god. Oh my god. And Paducah, right? Yeah. In Paducah of all it's places. It's always a place like that. Yep. You know what? Here's the thing though. Where you get stabbed in the back <laughs> by your own family. As of three years ago, they had a hell of a continental breakfast in that joint in Paducah. Like above and beyond, like the pancake machine mm-hmm. that has the automatic little little uh, conveyor belt, like pizzas, but it's for pancakes. Oh man! Oh man! It was sweet three years ago. Maybe they still have it. I don't know. Yeah, it's- hopefully COVID didn't destroy that continental breakfast. I'm hoping not because that's the one thing I'm looking forward to in my life right now. That and that I'm going to get that goddamn luggage trolley this time. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't care what Jack says. I'm going to get it the night before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take it. 
I'm putting it in our room and I'm not giving it back, so I'm putting the luggage in the car. What if, what if like when when it goes missing, they start searching rooms? What if they like mobilize security? Then then I'll I'll like I'll I'll hide it uh, mm-hmm. somewhere. I'll like put it like, like will you blame it on your son? Yes, <laughs> I will. Like, I will. You just like put it somewhere in the room, like yeah. in the closet, and yeah. then be like, "What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> not again, son. Not again." Like, Next time, don't laugh at your old man. I won't sell you out. God. It hurt. It hurt, mm-hmm. you know. It hurt. It hurts that, he re- that that's what he remembers yeah. from that entire trip. That's the thing he always brings up. And then he laughs at me. He doesn't remember the zip lining? Well, we didn't zip line last time. This, okay. this is the first this time we're the, going this zip This is the first zip lining. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we almost had to go to that weird mountain with all the faces of the Confederate generals generals on it, but we didn't. Yeah. We didn't have to go to that. That's I think good. that's in North Carolina too, I don't not in Georgia. Remember? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's really funny though. Jack's uh, mom and stepdad uh, are the like the only Democrats in in Lebanon County, Georgia, um, and and well, actually, that's not true. They're part of the. Uh, Russ is the secretary of the Democratic Party, and I think there are like six of them, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like trying to figure out what to do in very conservative rural uh, Georgia. Whereas, you know, if you were an hour south in Atlanta, much yeah. different scene. But yeah, uh, yeah where they're at uh, outside of Athens. Yeah. Athens is a pretty good town, by the way. Yeah. Like more Waffle Houses per capita than people in Athens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they like the football, home of the Georgia Bulldogs, I think. Yes. Yeah. That See, is that is where they are. I know sports. You too. Yeah. Sports corner. Woohoo! Who's ready to talk sports? Now listen, here's the thing about sports. There are a lot of them. There are. And uh, they're all played a little bit differently. Everyone's talking about F1 these days. No one was talking about F1 five years ago. What's going on with that? There was a documentary on, I think, Netflix, and now everyone's watching F1. You know what? I don't, though, really, because it's one of those morning sports. You don't like the morning sports. It's just I, I, I'm used to having worked a night job. I still haven't, like, shifted myself back to, like, a being up to, like, watch a 9 a.m. sporting event. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of sports quarter, we actually do have to have a celebration. Sunderland. Got uh, they 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 went up, did they? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. They're in, back in the championship now. Nice. I did not know that was happening. I didn't either. Yeah, and uh, we're excited about that. I, I I keep I keep uh, track of when they play, but I don't really get to watch them much because they are they were they're on every now and then on ESPN Plus. You can watch them sometimes. Not right. never on TV. I think we'll be able to see them a little bit more. If they're in the championship. The championship. The, that, that, those games you can see yeah, to a certain extent. Which I'm, I'm we should be able to get, see at least like half of them, I would guess, now. For those of you who don't know, Sunderland is the soccer team uh, that that Nelson and I both follow uh, in the in the, in the, in the English uh, soccer league. There. They were in the, the premiership when we started, when I started. Yeah, they were in the premiership. When, when, actually, they were in the championship when I started. Then they got... Elevated the premiership, and then they were there for a couple of years, and then they, they were there for a while. Back, went back down. They were there for I don't know five years, six years mm-hmm. at least. At least I feel like I was rooting for them for somewhere around that amount of time. Maybe, yeah. yeah. 
But there was a, a Netflix documentary called Sunderland Until I Die, which uh, charts their their sad decline from championship into League One. Yeah. Uh, which, if you don't know how the soccer system works, it's basically like two teams get relegated and two teams get elevated each year from one league to the other. And it goes Premiership, Championship, League One, League Two. Uh, and so that's so there you go. They were in League One, and now they're up to the championship, which is exciting. I like how then you've got the premiership, like the for premier. They're like, what, what's higher than championship? Like, how, how, when when did they all start? When was the first one? Were they just like stacking leagues on top of existing leagues? I don't know, but I do know that one of my favorite competitions is the FA Cup because of the it's, simple I'm just, fact. It's, re, it's real. It's real like Starbucks sizing. It's real like <laughs> right, none of these right. none of these names mean anything, <laughs> right, <laughs> except right. the the League One to League Two is a, is a more like okay, I can see what's going on there. My oldest entitlement holdout is a Starbucks thing that I refuse to learn the sizes at Starbucks and I'm, I'm, I have never learned them and I refuse to. I don't really go there because their coffee's shit. It is shit. I, haven't, I don't really drink coffee much anymore, but even back when I did, it was like my least, like I, it's like the, the, the coffee machine and an unmanned rest stop level of coffee. <laughs> it always reminds me of that, uh, fucking tea machine from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy mm. that produces a substance that's almost entirely, but not quite unlike tea. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel about Starbucks coffee. It's almost entirely, but not quite unlike coffee. It's like, it's burnt. Yeah. It's, 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 burnt. it's, it's, it's nasty. It's nasty. Yeah. And, and they don't, you know, like, they don't know how to do the things that they're supposed to be able to do. And you, you live in a town where there are perfectly good coffee shops, mm -hmm. independent coffee shops. Although one less, because Alchemy went down. This was a story. Yeah. Have you heard this story? Local There's, coffee. There were two less. There was two Alchemies. That's there? right. This is local coffee controversy corner. Yeah. So here's some, some skinny. And this is a couple weeks old at this point. But I used to get my cappuccinos from Alchemy because they were pretty good, served with a side of pretension. And uh, but yeah, the other day I went up and they were closed, and I'm like, oh, and they'll be like, we're open tomorrow. And so I came back the next day and they were still closed. And I'm like, oh, this is odd. And then I went on of all places the Lawrence subreddit and read that they had closed down. Um, that the owners had basically gotten in a big fight, and one of the owners said to all the employees who were there. At, I don't know if this was at the, the, the location, the drive through location on 6th Street or the main location, but it was just like, y'all need to go home. Don't bother coming back. We, we, we were closing the store. And that was, that was it. That was it. Damn. Uh, it was all over. So, you know, one less coffee shop in town now. Two less. Two less. And they were pretty good coffees. It was not a bad cappuccino. I got a couple of pastries from the one on 6th Street one time. Yeah. They did a good sausage biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. I never got to try it because they, like, stopped making it after, like, two. Yeah. You you tend to have a later schedule. Like, yeah. I tend to get there about 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, you, it seemed like you would roll in closer to, like, 2 or 3 in the afternoon, right? Well, like, looking to eat especially, I'm usually, like, not trying to do that before 5. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I don't have much of a breakfast. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe like a little bar or something. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't usually. I usually have coffee for breakfast, but I would sometimes get one of their sausage biscuits because it was good. But not anymore. I'll not never anymore. know. You'll never know. Now you only have three or four options. I mean, there's still Uplift Coffee, which is apparently sort of. I mean, it's kind of Christiany, but they do do a really good cappuccino. In my opinion, best cappuccino in town. What kind of Christiany? I don't know. It's just like the name is Uplift, and I got these Christian vibes. Did you see that the Southern Baptists pulled the Catholic Church and have been concealing a shitload of child molestation for a long time? Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yep. That was like a week uh, ago from the this coming out. You know, the thing is, though, what is, and, and this is my hot take here, this is going to sound very college what is, uh, you know, what is a church but a, a vehicle for power and control, right? Yeah. I mean, it's basically the ultimate power and control, which is, as we know from our domestic violence studies, uh, is the, the tool of abusers is to utilize that power and control to impose their will on victims. And I, I think the church kind of does that naturally. They're like an angry, uh, an angry dad with a drinking problem um, and a religion problem. Um, I... Maybe sounding a little cynical here, but I don't. I, I'm a I'm a reformed uh, congregationalist, uh, and I once had one of my my teachers in confirmation tell me that she took the right turn to get to a, a conference because God told her which way to go on the highway. And I'm like, I I feel like that's God micromanaging, and mm-hmm. if I have I don't want to micromanage. That's God. like The Sims. I can't exactly. And I can't live with a micromanager. It's also, guy. like, not a big. It's like, well, you, you missed the turn. You just turn in the next place and, like, looping around. Like, why yeah. does God got to get involved with that? That's a that's a minor traffic inconvenience. Right. And, you know, if she'd have waited 10 years, mm-hmm. she would have had GPS anyway. It's not It's not like you you pulled, you made the right turn and you pulled in. All of a sudden, a plane hit the fucking highway right where your car would have been. Like, <laughs> then it's like, then it's time for God to do something, I that, guess. That would have been more like Old Testament God yeah. than New Testament God. They, the congregation Because like, it's also like, uh, well, why does he have your back and not all those other cars? Well, that's what I'm wondering. What, or, what have you ever done? Or other countries. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about the same, you know, roughly, roughly the same time as shit is going down in Beirut. Like, mm-hmm. why isn't he helping the people in Beirut? Why is he, why is he yeah. worried about your car, you know, when we're funding insurrections in latin america not even her car just like some of her gas she had to drive she she got to 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 not miss the turn enough to drive a little bit further to loop it around yeah unless god was doing it so that she'd tell me that story and it's somehow important in my life i'll give you two back then like when you had to pull off without like smartphones it was harder to be like okay where the fuck am i sometimes or like can i just take that road to get to the thing yeah I told, you got to pull a map out and look at it. I've told that story a few times, and I, I've never really had the analysis, mm-hmm. the play-by-play, like this level. Yeah. And I, I have I to admit, I'm just saying, I don't think that was God. I think that was somebody else, and I think that she should be trying to figure out who and why they, they helped her. Was it a dude in the back seat who was just like, hey, you're taking a wrong turn? I mean. But I feel like if that was the case, like it should have, this thing should have come to fruition by now. Or maybe it has. When's the last time you saw her? Oh, I didn't see her. Maybe the guy in the back seat finally got her. Oh, Sometime man. between the last time you talked to her and now, 
I don't know. I didn't read anything about it, though. You think you would have read something about that? It was a long time ago. Like a guy had been hiding in her back seat for 10 years? I mean, you would have probably been at elementary school at this point. Yeah. Because I was, like, 8th grade. I still feel like it would come up if, like, somebody was hiding in a lady's back seat for 10 years to, and then got her. That's true. That's true. But were you you would have been in college at, at that point, and were you really that paying that much attention to national news? I know I wasn't. I mean... Yeah. Well, but she's local. Mm, mm. See, so it would have been local. So that's the thing. It would have come up at some, or there, or there would have been like, uh, you know, 20 years after. It's like, hey, remember that, that guy hitting that lady's car for 10 years? Man. Got her. Man. That's like, that's they, like, that would come up, is what I'm saying. That might be a worse movie than that Tom Hanks in the airport movie. Like the story of the guy who was in the back of the car for 10 years. Like, yeah. I can, I, I, what if it was Tom Hanks playing? You know? I kind of, I'm still astounded to this day that, like, as a culture, we actively embraced a Tom Hanks movie about a guy who lives in an airport. Yeah, like that, I mean, I don't know that it was that actively embraced. I don't think it did that well. Motherfucker, I went. I I cried. I went. I, went, I went Why to, is he I still in that airport? Yeah, I mean, only Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, he's the only person you wouldn't care about. Russell Crowe at a fucking airport. I still don't. I'm still fuzzy on why. They couldn't arrest him. Because it's Hollywood, man. At a point. But I thought it was, like, based on something. I don't know. I think it was based on, a like, some guy at a bar being like, you'll never believe what happened to me, man. And a screenwriter being like, I'll just say it's based on a true story, and then everyone will want to make it. I also, I don't remember 100%, but I also feel like the thing that he needed to go do... Like, by the time he'd made such good friends with some of those people that he could have trusted one of them to do it for him so he could leave. Yeah. Yeah. No, you would think I that. I feel like, too. Um, like, he helps, like, a couple get married, basically. I feel like he could have been like, hey, can you go take these ashes outside of the airport for me? <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, remember what it was. There's something like that. It's something to do with his dead father. He had, like, the coffee can, I, I think. I don't remember. It's I, been a long time since I've seen I, it. I get that one and Castaway mixed up. Yeah, because they're both, times since both Tom Hanks like not being able to get out of something. I feel like the airport one was more whimsical. I feel like at one point I watched that on HBO or something again. It would have been really cool if you'd have had Wilson in the airport movie. Yeah, they should have done that cameo. Maybe they did, and I don't remember. But I feel like I would remember that. What Just I like I would know, remember the guy in the ladies' backseat for 10 What years. I want to know is, with the advent of Netflix and Amazon making their own programming and all this the search for content, why we haven't gotten a Wilson spinoff show, right? Like, mm. still Wilson, uh, still here. What happened to him? Well, I is think... What I, is what I want to know. He, well, he went into the ocean, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's saw around somewhere. So what next? Maybe he ended up on the giant... He floats and he can survive because he doesn't need anything. What if he ends up on one of those trash islands? Yeah. And then it's like Wilson... And he makes friends there and Yeah, like a seagull. A plucky seagull. Yeah. I feel like the trick is... I don't don't know... Unfortunately, I don't know if Castaway was enough kid-friendly that you could then make the, like, Wilson cartoon follow-up to it. Hmm. Mm. Do you really have to have a, a strong thread between the two? Probably not. But no. it seems like it would help if the kids had seen Castaway. Well, you could have a little voiceover in the beginning, like like in He-Man, where he's like, I'm Adam. You could be like, mm-hmm. I'm Wilson. Mm-hmm. I had an adventure with my It's true. It could, it could just be a weird... Just, uh, just so parents are like, wait, it's about what? <laughs> <laughs> and so they maybe like watch it a little bit to be like, what are they doing here? I think we're onto something here. Mm-hmm. We need to call Amazon... 
But we can take who owns who owns Castaway. I wonder. I think you're going to who go. owns Amazon. I was going to be like, wow. I don't know. Let's see. Let's. We we can we can call them all, but I, I feel like we should probably call first whoever owns Castaway. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's like when I listeners tried to, who owns Castaway. Can if, you look if, it up? If you know who owns Castaway, are you an entertainment lawyer? Hashtag. Uh, Castaway, mm-hmm. me, double deuce. God, I always make them long, don't I? They're pretty long. Yeah, but that's okay. That, I really want people to commit. None of this half-assing shit. Wow, I feel like we learned a lot today. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't remember what, but I remember a lot of, of things. Yeah, we kind of went through a I'm lot. I'm not doing of stuff. great with notes. That's all right. You never do on the second episode. No. You're always like, I forgot to take as many notes. But nobody, nobody, nobody notices except maybe Mayor Shipley, and she's judging us all, like the the lady and like the god in Moon Knight, Conchu, or Amit. Yeah. I was kind of thinking more like the Ethan Hawke, like, um, like we're yeah. before we even commit sins. Okay, yeah, no, that makes more sense. Yeah. Although Conchie's pretty fucking crazy. They're they're both a little crazy. I a lot of people I was I liked Moon Knight and I, I was real interested to see how they do it, because Moon Knight is generally pretty fucking crazy reading, uh, especially mm-hmm. anything they've done more recently with it. I mean, back in the day he was just kind of like Batman and White a little bit, but he had multiple personalities. But then they they started doing crazier and crazier stories with them. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I was not familiar. Again, I come from a place of not having read the comics, so it's Mm -hmm. all new to me. Um, I like Oscar Isaacs. I think he did a great job. Yeah. He's Um, real good in it. And uh, and I I enjoyed it. A lot of people were slamming it. I'm like, ah, you know, I mean, it it teeters on that brink of being appropriative. But I think it, you know, they made a conscious effort to, it looks like, have... uh, you know, actual writers and directors who were from that culture and, and from that background. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, so at least they did that. I would say pretty much there's a handful of British people kicking around in it. But by the time, especially there, it's like him and Ethan Hawke are the only people who aren't actually Middle Eastern, to, if not Egyptian in it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. We've all had a lot of fun today. We've all learned something. I thought they did a good job with her too, because that character—they—they they really made that. That's a, an, a weird old timey like World War II figure character that they have her play, but they made it a lot more interesting and and fun. Yeah, with the, I mean the the thing she becomes, and that that character is like a, a weird composite of several other comic book characters. But I like how they handled it. Yeah, it was nice. There's a motorcycle here. It sounded like somebody lit a, a fart on fire. That would have been a reason to have to go run upstairs. Show sure enough. Man, are we still doing an episode here or what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are we recording still? Uh, yeah, it oh. hasn't stopped. I hadn't said Double Deuce yet. Oh, I just said it. Uh-oh. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad... This outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. 
We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook, and our email is doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash doubledeucepod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, well, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.